0: DJ, PK, and Tim McComb joining us, Jazz Radio Studio analyst, used to be on Rick Majerus' staff at the U, Assistant Coach Dave Rose at the Y, and now, singing his teeth into the pro game. Tim, good morning.
1: Good morning, guys.
2: Until um, I'm gone.
1: Until I'm gone, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's man, it's I love this time of year, um, obviously from a basketball standpoint. Um, but I just love, like yesterday, last night, the weather. Oh, so beautiful
2: out! Really was. I was shirtless again.
1: You were shirtless.
2: Yeah, doing yard work. Shirtless and sandy. We got some older ladies in the uh, in the neighborhood.
1: I <laughs> uh, send me their address. I so send condolences. <laughs> you're gonna be shirtless PK's
2: trying to a give a,
0: PK's trying to give him a heart attack. <laughs> Oh, I got yeah, a neighbor. Exactly. He's like I got he's a neighbor na- property.
2: A neighbor kid who likes to uh, do yard work shirtless. So when I see him, I usually go out and do it too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remind me where he lives, so I don't ever drive by.
2: It's kind of a running gag. It's two neighbor boys. One's on a mission now, but he used to mow the lawn shirtless when he was a teenager, and then I would do it. And now he's he's overseas, and so his older brother was doing it yesterday. So I had to go out there and do it too. <laughs> oh, that's <is> too cool.
0: <laughs> all right, I think the big question for all Jazz fans, before you worry about any matchups or anything, Donovan Mitchell, is he gonna be healthy? Is he gonna be a hundred percent? How long is it gonna take for everyone to get back into get back into the rhythm, get back into the flow? What level of concern do you have?
1: Well, there's certain there's certainly concern when a guy misses as much as he's missed, um, because You know, basketball is so – the important parts of the the key to to being really good is to be in a great flow and a great rhythm. Um, But that being said, I think they played enough games together and and kind of uh, that piece of it, I think, can can figure itself out. I I believe Donovan will be – you know, he's not going to go out there if he's not ready to go. And so I think that that's been the whole – The whole aim, and so if he plays, I think he's he's good to go. And um, really, then it's kind of on you know as crazy as it sounds, kind of on Donovan to figure out how to to fit in, I guess, and not um, you know not try to force things, but just play like he did this year. And I think he's obviously great enough to do that. But yeah, there's a little concern there because you know it's unknown and. He hasn't missed a lot of games, you know, in in his career. So this is this is a little bit new for him and certainly new for everybody around him, so it's just gonna be a, a little bit of an experiment. But uh it doesn't look like they're gonna be able to like dip their toe in the water <laughs> unless something crazy happens. They're going to play a, a very good opponent, uh more than likely with championship uh experience in the first round.
2: Situation, if he's ready to go, I don't really think he misses a beat. Now, if there's issues, that's another story. But if he's ready to go, uh, I think the team has enough knowledge and experience together, and people know their roles, and this team understands he's our best, the most dynamic offensive weapon. So I I expect a smooth transition if he has his health.
1: I I actually would, too. Um, That'd be my vote. I think, you know, even a little bit, like a slight adjustment period in the playoffs is going to be difficult. You know, even if it's not all the way together, typically you can kind of, like I said, you can dip your toe in the water early on. But, you know, they're not necessarily going to have that opportunity. Now, I've actually been Almost like last night, watching the the Celtics game, I tweeted out how dreadful the Celtics' offense was in the first quarter, and that's really all it took. And they went on to score about 116 points. So uh, that being said, I keep talking about the Jazz having to play the Warriors or the Lakers, which would seem like you know odds would say that, but it's crazy. Anything can happen. Um, but but I think if, yeah, if there's just uh, if there's just enough of. Um, a synergy, you know, and and they don't really miss too much of a beat. I think they'll be fine. Uh, Donovan, like I say, I, the one thing I do know is he wouldn't be coming back if he's not ready to go. Um, and so, you know, they're not going to take a risk, even as as important as this season is and has been. You know, there's a lot of basketball left in Donovan Mitchell. So, if he comes back, he's going to be ready to go. And, and like UPK, I think they'll I think they'll be fine adjusting.
0: I think I'll pick the Jazz and six over the Warriors, figuring Curry will, or, or maybe somebody else too. I mean, Wiggins just had a big game, but the, the Warriors are good enough. They'll get him once or twice, but I just can't see Curry going off and doing that four times. The Jazz have too many things going for them. But when I try to figure out what will happen in the Lakers series, there are so many question marks. I feel like I've got to see them play. I don't have a good handle on how good they're going to be, how quickly, and I wonder if you have a better read than that.
1: Well, I'd like to say I would, but, you know, I made the mistake last year of, in my mind, just kind of writing, watching the the Lakers the last few weeks, you know, that they finished the bubble prior to the playoffs, and I just did not think that they had enough. Um, You know, I kind of got sucked into believing that they were maybe um, weren't quite as good And I just, I'm not going to do that again. I really do believe when a team wins a championship and they've got two dominant players like they do, I think you have to start every conversation, you know, the next year about how they will, you know, be a a real factor in defending the championship. And when you put LeBron James on the team, um, all bets are off. I think you have, like you said, DJ, I think I'm really curious to see how they play as well. Uh, Because they haven't been – now they they did – when they all got back together and they kind of started playing again, they looked a little more like the Lakers. Um, But there was a long period of time where the care factor was not great and the basketball that was being played was not great. Um, But it's crazy how that that dude, LeBron, can flip a switch and then you add AD to the mix. Um, And, again, they become so potent – And and difficult to guard because again you've got to take into the fact that you're getting LeBron foul calls too you know when he's out there I mean and it is a thing I've watched Bojan all year get hammered and not get calls and then you watch a Laker game and literally if if he gets breathed on there's a foul so that's a part of it and certainly in the playoffs where it's a it's a half court situation and and you know stops are really big. Uh, you got to factor all that stuff in there. So, I think the Lakers going to be really, really difficult to beat uh, by anybody because they are the champ. And once you, you know, once you're that champion, you you've got a know-how that maybe other guys don't. And so you will really you will have to beat them. They're they're not going to beat themselves.
2: So the Jazz went nuts on three pointers this year in the playoffs. Everything gets more magnified. What level of concern do you have? in the postseason when things are more difficult given the amount of three pointers that they shoot, because obviously they're going to have to make a good percentage of them in order to be successful.
1: Well, I think what they've proven, uh, you know, minus a couple, I, I guess I'll preface it by saying that a poorly timed, um, off night from a lot of guys. And it really only takes a couple of those and you're already behind the eight ball, you know, um, uh, Momentum in a series is a thing and so I think if the jazz take the same types of shots, uh, which I think they will, probably what isn't going to come as easy, especially watching the playing games last night um, transition defense uh, will probably be a little bit better the jazz are certainly uh, very potent in transition from three and when they can really advance the ball and find guys. Uh, And and the types of shots the Jazz shoot from three, the catch-and-shoot type, um, you know, they've proven all year. If if they have their feet set, somebody dribble, penetrates, and finds it, the ball gets moved a couple of times and somebody's wide open, those shots are going to fall at a pretty high rate. Uh, What what concerns me really, and and it's been the games where teams have been able to switch, um, it really does mess up timing, rhythm, uh, the role becomes less of a factor, and guys are not quite as open. Uh, they're not getting the, their feet set, totally set, and have having looks. And the Jazz haven't shot the ball as well against teams like that. Um, and if they play the Lakers or the Warriors, out uh, of the shoot, they're going to see that. That's the way they'll be guarded, uh, I would imagine, most of the playoffs. Um, so that being said, I think it's the type of threes they get. Uh, I, again, I think if they can really play downhill, play with force, and require two defenders to come to the ball, that's where the blender can go, and that's where the ball can move, and that's where those threes that they're very good at can happen. Uh, that and transition. If Can they continue to play early in the shot clock in the playoffs? I think that will be a, a piece of how they shoot the three.
0: Are there any surprises waiting for us out there that you can foresee? I mean, kind of the definition of a surprise is you don't get to foresee it, but you have a keener basketball mind than us. So I wonder if there's something, you hear all these playoff discussions, you're like, you know, what people are missing is what?
1: I've got a weird feeling, and this will probably put the nail in their coffin as well, but I've got a weird feeling about the Miami Heat this year in the playoffs for the same reason I talked about the Lakers. Um, there's something about playoff experience and magic. And, um, and so they're a team that kind of jumps out at me. I'm curious to see how the Suns do in, in the playoffs. I think they've been a, a great story, Uh, not as great as the jazz and kind of irritates me uh, as good a job as Monty Williams did. I think Quinn Snyder probably deserved coach of the year. Um, but I, I believe that, uh, that those two teams will be probably who I'm going to key in on. I'm curious to see how the Suns deal with um, the Lakers or the Warriors, you know, depending on who they get and what that series looks like and if the, if the, if the Suns can continue to play the way they played this year. Uh, my guesses are that they probably will. I think that Chris Paul really unifies that team. Um, and Devin Booker is, is really difficult. And you talk about again half court game yeah, that really uh, speaks to how Phoenix wants to play, and they're very very good at really kind of suffocating you on defense and then uh, picking you apart and making tough shots on offense. Um, but the Heat in the East, I just I look at that and I think you know they they could make some noise there. Um, I'm not a big believer in Philly. Um, I just don't think that. They're, they're, they have the substance, I'm going to say, the substance it takes to win at a high level. Um, I'm not sold on Milwaukee. I think New Jersey in the East is going to be fascinating to watch and maybe just might have a crazy playoff run as well uh, because of the things I speak of. I mean, you, just, you start talking about points per possession and start talking about their ability to score so many different ways in the half-court Um there's going to be a lot of really cool storylines, but I think that those are the ones that, and then obviously the most important one, uh, the Utah Jazz, a first time ever having home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs, um, having the best record in the league, um, and, um, you know, really having a, a, a roster that is so well built for the way they play. Um, and can, like you said, can those three-pointers continue to fall and be taken at a high rate, and and how will that all work out? So those are the main things I guess I'm looking at. I don't know that I've got a crystal ball to say what's going to happen, but um, I think those are the, the storylines.
2: See, I told you, DJ.
1: What, that I didn't have a crystal ball?
2: No. Everything you said, with the exception of calling Brooklyn, New Jersey, I agreed with.
1: Oh, did I see New Jersey?
2: You did, and and, and I think old timer. And I think the New Orleans Jazz have an excellent chance, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the Minneapolis Lakers keep your eye on them because when they play the Philadelphia Warriors.
1: Hey, when you guys? Well, oh, I did see today. I saw a clip today. where Were uh, commentators called Taco Fall Taco Bell <laughs> like during a game? He's like he tips it into Taco Bell, and the guy's dribbling it up. He said, "Did I just say Taco Bell?" <laughs> I'm so I would imagine they'll use that in an ad. But, sorry, just dis- I-, I stopped kind of following the Nets when Van Horn left.
2: 97?
1: <laughs> and they were New Jersey. then.
2: Yes, they were.
0: <laughs> All right, well, as always, we appreciate it, Tim, and we will hear you Sunday. I expect Sunday night, but we'll have to see. Maybe Sunday afternoon, but probably Sunday night, because I think the Lakers will take down the Warriors. And then they'll in, get plugged into Sunday afternoon. And then I
2: hope, you know. We will never know. We'll
0: never know what he hopes. <laughs> Don't know. Look, Vaporized Technology's I, awesome until it isn't. I can't wait till next Wednesday. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Hey. You confuse Brooklyn and Jersey and that'll happen to you, right? Yak, what golfer would you like to give away right now? Because it is time for a... You win a golf PGA Championship giveaway. I'll give you your pick. Patrick Reed or Webb Simpson? Giveaway Webb Simpson. Okay, Webb it is. Be calling number 12 right now. Webb Simpson will be your assigned golfer. We're pairing 25 callers with the top 25 players in the world. 26 gets the field. If your assigned golfer wins, you'll win the same brand of putter that's that player has in their bag. Be calling number 12 right now at 855 zone 855 zone It's brought to you by UNA Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971.